On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we sit down with Corey Spencer and talk about her book, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Then we go through and answer which monster are you from her illustrations in that book. Check us out every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Um, Zane is not here. We miss him. So I'll do a little pew, pew, pew for Zane at home. Uh, I am here with my regular co-host, Malik Rashawn. What's poppin'? And our guest, we have the wonderful Corey Spencer, comedian and author. It's me. I'm poppin'. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm Amanda Lindiel. I'll be hosting as well. Hi, friends. Uh, We're here with Corey Spencer, who I am so excited that I've gotten to know more recently. Um, through my friend Angelique Harrington. Corey is a comedian and author who just released this wonderful fucking book called I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Tell us about your book, boo. I just got a copy yesterday at our comedy show and I am loving it. Malik, you can flip through here if you want. Yeah. It's got like activities and stuff what? like that for anxiety, depression. Like, yeah, tell us more about it. I'm I mean, thrilled. One, one question right yes. off the bat. Bad days, sad days, and stark raving mad days. <laughs> what, um, what inspired that piece specifically oh our publisher said we needed a second title Um, (laughs) (laughs) i love how it rhymes though Um, i did did not write that uh it was supposed to be i'm not okay you're not okay and i was just gonna leave it at that Uh but um i felt they needed some differentiation of like is this a book or is this an activity book Mm. and it's an activity book okay um so this book was written um when I was really, really, really low, very um, uh, sad. I had such bad depression that I had brain fog and I couldn't just sit there and read mm-hmm. anything past like maybe a headline. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to create something that people could just pick up even on their worst days where they could barely, you know, even just focus. And they had one activity on one page. Nice. And one and done activity is where they could just kind of laugh at them and go, yeah, life sucks, and then kind of move the fuck on. Um, so yeah, it. yeah, I love it. Yeah, I got a chance to flip through it last night. Um, I got a copy of the book at a show that Corey and I were at last night, and I was when I got home, I I was just cracking up. Every page has a different activity, and it reminds me of activity books. Like when I was a kid, I really really loved like the crosswords and like the lists and the mazes, and it has like every kind of activity that you would ever want in a book, but it all has something like like a really funny take on something with anxiety, depression, relationships, mm-hmm. like oh, self-talk. It's can great. I, can I share this one yes. page that, that I you just opened found? right to it? Yes. It stuck out to me a lot. Um, I'll show the camera. I don't know how well you can see it, but it's a downward spiral diagram. I would be shocked <laughs> if you can see that properly. Um, <laughs> the lighting here is too good. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, um, it starts with, uh, it's a hiccup. Nobody's perfect. I'm doing my best. Fuck you. I'm doing my best. You're doing this to hurt me. I don't deserve anything good. <laughs> I'm a management. I am a magnet for abusers. <laughs> I'm adding my best, but I still fail. This world is a nightmare. <laughs> Ugh, I'm so stupid. I'm too damaged to function. I should just take what I can get. Hmm. No one likes me. I'm too far gone. <laughs> this podcast is trash. <laughs> hey, was That's that in there? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? That was really specific. Um, but I think that's really fantastic because it's so easy for us to, as we're in whatever space we're in with whatever we're going through, to really start in a space where like 
maybe there's something that, like everything is all good, mm-hmm. right? And then something slightly off-putting happens, and then it's just oh yeah, completely unravels. And on the other page is a, a an empty spiral for you to fill in your own downward spiral. Mm. Yes, I saw that too. I love that. So you can either make it as honest or as silly as you want. Um, because I think it's also good to kind of process how you might downward spiral, how it starts for you and how it like escalates. Because mm. um, I mean, I love adding the humor to it, but I think you can also use it as like an actual way to really pick apart your process of how your brain sort of like doubles down on itself when you're yeah. in a bad place. And these are based on um, things that my therapist used to give me, um, you know, kind of like like little flyers going, are you sad? Uh-huh. Pick out your sad face. Which <laughs> What kind of depressive person are you? And I was just like, whatever. And I kind of like go, this is for kids. This, mm-hmm. is, this feels silly. Mm-hmm. And then um, at one point, um, I, I started just kind of, writing these things down going, well, what would be the funny version of this? Yeah, mm. and I love that. And so, um, yeah, I met the my co-author at a party and um, I got in a fight with her boyfriend. And, <laughs> Great um, way to meet a woman. <laughs> Bonding right there. <laughs> well, okay, so I used to have a comedy festival in New York City and uh-huh. the whole premise was is that we, we gave opportunities to marginalized groups. Wonderful. So it was women, people of color, people with disabilities, and LGBT. Mm-hmm. And what straight white guys were allowed. They just <laughs> because they complained they about it. They weren't <laughs> ever been a death threat because yeah. oh. I have gotten lots. Damn. Um, I bet. <clears throat> but they um would basically just kind of um they were they're part of the festival. They just weren't the priority. Mm-hmm. And um And I'm sure they loved that. <laughs> and so you know, people showed their asses about that. That was like oh, yeah. 2016, early 2016 okay. before, uh-huh. you know. And um, so I'm in the I get in this argument with this guy at this party, white comic mm-hmm. dude. And he's just like, your, your festival's racist against white men. Oh and I was like, God. OK. And his girlfriend, who oh, not anymore, yeah, um, <laughs> is <God>. my co-author, <laughs> Emily. She messages me on Facebook and is like, OK, I dumped him. Um, <laughs> I'm an illustrator. So if you ever want to collaborate on anything, wow. um, you know. Let's let's do it. So I brought these ideas that I had for, you know, making fun of the things my therapist gave me. And I said I kind of wanted them to be almost like a like choking poster art. <laughs> oh, know? I see. Yeah, where the Heimlich like maneuver. the CPR yeah. art, you uh, know, I uh, wanted it to be almost kind of clinical. Yeah. And that's how the book started. And it's done so well. I also really love the idea that this shitty white dude who complained about <laughs> I was being treated fairly accidentally. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like made this happen. Yeah, <laughs> like introduced two badass yeah. women that made something. He wasn't beautiful. a good comic, but yeah. <laughs> oh, well. he had some use. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, we got uh we got a publishing deal through Abrams, um, who does art books mm-hmm. and um released it right. Inside of COVID, we mm. uh, our our release date was September of 2020. Uh-huh. Uh, we didn't get a book tour. We didn't get anything that we originally were thinking we were going to do. I was in LA at the time. My co-author was in New York, and we uh, just coast thought, coast. yeah, <laughs> we just thought, oh well, we'll, we'll we're going to do something. We're going to do something, and then of course we didn't. And so when you opened up the book and I saw your face change, mm. I was just like, because <laughs> I've never only this year started seeing people open the book in front of me oh yeah and being able to react in person and it's like oh this is good yeah that's why i did it 
That instant <laughs> feedback is so important too when you make art. Like that's one of the big like comedy, as you know, like from laughing is that instant reaction. So yeah. to get that is great. Music, people like putting in their headphones and you see them kind of jamming or dancing or whatever, you know. And so and visual art for people yeah. to see it and for you to see their reaction is so important just to kind of like you want people to enjoy it as much as you did. So to be able to like see that on people's faces. Is yeah. Awesome. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's absolutely. also helpful too just to um <clears throat> to understand like we're always going to think our art is good to an extent mm -hmm. and when we see someone else have that reaction it's like okay it's not just me i don't yeah. have to downward like, spiral yeah. like, i see yeah. you going through it i'm like oh god you don't like that page you don't like that page oh god what is he looking at the pictures now what's he looking at now um speaking of the pages i was going to ask you is there a specific page a specific exercise that for you is especially useful or just one of your favorites or some of your favorites? Well, the one that I always like to, to point out, and it's not because it's my absolute favorite, but it's the only ones, it's the only one that I drew. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to so, see that. So the art isn't, uh, of course, mine. That's Emily's. Um, and she's also co-author, so I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I wrote this all by myself because mm -hmm. I didn't. Um, you know, there are things in there. Emily is um, uh, bipolar. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know the number. I think there's numbers, right? Um, I have. I had undiagnosed ADHD at the time. I had um, uh, in, in depression. We both had anxiety. We both had. So there's things that we like a little Venn diagram. Things that we shared experiences mm -hmm. in. But then there were also we got to make our own pages of things that were important to us as well. Cool. Yeah. Um, so there's something for everybody. Beautiful. But um, the one that I drew. I love it already. And you can kind of <laughs> you can kind of tell just from the art. It's beautiful. Um, is um, see if the camera can see the basically a selection of Pokemon types. Um, not to use that brand name, TM. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it's basically what monster are you? Uh -huh. And so that's the only one that I drew from hand. That she, of course, uh, made better. I'm sure, just <laughs> from art style uh, perspective. But I'm always proud of that because I'm like. Page is kind of like pretty much all me, you know. Uh -huh. I named all the little, the little, you know, characters, and these are these are my doodles. Like this is it. how I draw. So Malik, I see a giant smile on your face. You got to tell me which ones you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so um, before I tell you which one I'm looking at, uh -huh. I think possibly for the joke break, this could be a really great like prompt, oh, prompt question for sure. us all to get yeah. into yeah we could do that instead of let's get real bro or maybe yeah half and half if we got time yeah. i'm into that totally. it would be weird to get real bro without zane you yeah know? okay if, that's yeah. fair sorry zane or you're welcome <laughs> depending on how you take that <laughs> zane if you're watching comment and tell us which monster you are <laughs> and okay. why it's <laughs> why it's just kidding i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's great i'm so this into that. is so okay let me tell you why i love this yeah I love this because, first of all, I think the idea of a monster is kind of um, there's a lot of stigma with being a monster, mm -hmm. right? Like you're just mm -hmm. a creature that exists and everyone's like, ah, but like you don't even have to do anything to I'm evoke that fear. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you've seen Monsters Inc., you know, they're mm -hmm. just people yeah. doing their job, whatever. Um, and so. One, I like that it takes some of the stigma out of being monsters. Like, these are some cute-ass monsters. They're very cute. 
Um, and then it also gives you these archetypes that are very specific, <laughs> very specific. Um, I'm not going to say the one I'm looking at right yeah, now. We'll I feel like I know I almost I like I can, yeah. I, I'll, I'll see if I'm right. Okay, Wh- yeah. Which one do you think? I think, I'm I think you, just based on your eyes, I, I think you're moving towards the pizza gator. Nope. <laughs> I don't even know if Malik saw that one yet. <laughs> you seen my whole shit switch. Um, Never mind. Okay. Never mind. I, I know a lot of pizza gators. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely attract pizza gators, so maybe that's what you're picking up. And and for the for the audience, it's basically it's a it's an alligator that has pepperoni on it. <laughs> <laughs> pepperoni polka dots. It's adorable. This is high art we're talking about. Thanks. People. This is amazing. No, for real though. This this really, it, to me, high art is art that has meaning and mm-hmm. this art has so much more meaning than like if someone sat there for five years trying to perfect this one painting or whatever it's going to be the most profound (laughs) whatever or a book keep it in the same context that's great people should still do that if they want to do that but like just follow whatever idea you have and you know allow it to be accessible allow it to be something that people can pick up and immediately understand like i can look at this one picture and kind of understand what this whole book is about Mm -hmm. especially with the description (laughs) oh my goodness this is fire um yeah i love this thanks oh yeah i really liked i opened the page i don't know if i can find it now but there was one where it was like the drinking alone vineyards and it's different <laughs> wine bottles it's a coloring page oh wait okay yeah, i love that because i noticed it was in black and white um i don't know if i'll find it now probably not because i'm talking about it but you know how that works <laughs> i'll find it when Were i'm not looking for it yeah so yeah. they're different wine bottles and oh, there, it there it is drinking alone vineyards self-isolation syrah plotting evil chardonnay <laughs> <laughs> private hell sauvignon blanc <laughs> no friends merlot <laughs> stifle scream cabernet That's my friends call me in high school man no friends merlot <laughs> stifle scream cabernet and inherited trauma riesling Ooh, oh man that these last are so one. good that last one it's got hit. a nice little sparkle to it don't yeah. it right? <laughs> how many of us did some drinking alone during the pandemic I know I did so Ooh, I opened man. a few of these bottles I'm not gonna lie <laughs> one of each we're gonna Technically, come this book coming out during COVID, it couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. But yeah, I, I just yeah, I mean, just for argument's sakes, I would have loved to see people actually look at it before now. Yeah, and you did do a little <laughs> bit of a book release. I definitely want to talk about that. We're just going to take a quick commercial break, and we come back. We'll be back with Corey Spencer, Malik Rayshon, and the Smoke Break. Check us out on Shady Pines Radio every Sunday, nine to ten a.m. and Pretty Dope Experience. Pretty dope experience radio as well. <laughs> I've been mumbling, and we'll see you in a sec. Hey, baby, this is the teenage wolf man back from the grave to call the moon by its original name. Huh? That's right, it's getting spooky yuki in the pines this October 29th. The freaks are coming out one way or the other on Saturday night from 8 o'clock on the melting dot till the moon bleeds out bright red all over your big maskless heads. We got live but soon to be dead bands. Bands like Johnny Spanko. 
Bands like the Super Sinister Band. And bands like the Family Ghost and Center. Where your grandma's spirit dances naked on the tabletop. And your grandpa drools and watches. So come out to the factory building at 226 Southeast Madison. Right here in Portland, Oregon. I'll be slapping monster tracks for that hairy ass. And those elfin ears. Don't fear the reaper, baby. Come get down by the graveside. That Saturday, October 29th, in the Spooky Pines, where it's all with your nasty head. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Smoke Break. Uh, uh, We are here on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. I'm here with my co-host Malik Rayshon. What's poppin'? And our wonderful guest, Corey Spencer. It's me! And I'm a mandolin deal. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Thanks for not t- turning away when I mumbled uh, mumble soup. <laughs> or that commercial. <laughs> or that commercial that someone commented. That is fucking bizarre. You are correct. Um, we were able to flip through some more pages in here. Speaking of mumble soup, there was one that was like the oh. rage soup. The crossword, like fi- not crossword, the f- uh, word, word find. find. Oh, man, I love that so much. There's just so many activities in this book that I can't wait to like sit down and I've just flipped through it so far, but to actually like get out my pen and start mm. doing it. I'm so very excited. Um, one thing that you had mentioned, Corey, before we took our break was about having like a, a book tour and you weren't able to have that because of COVID, but you did get to have like a book release party recently. So tell me about that. Um, yeah, I actually booked a show in my home. Well, not quite my hometown, but just very close to my hometown uh-huh. and um, brought in some Portland comedians and to host and to perform and sold out. And there was like standing room only. There was no yeah. alcohol either at the venue. So it was like a book. People were there for the books. Not yeah, the it was like a bookstore. <laughs> yeah. They had food, too. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, I the Daily News, which is like my hometown newspaper did a article about me as I was on the second page. Yeah. Like I was on the first page of their E edition. Nice. Okay. You know? Hell yeah. Your mom's got a copy of that, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my mom I had, had to it go framed. to the store and get a couple copies. <laughs> yep. And our tiny town was like, we've never sold out of the newspaper. And oh. I go, we're not me in it. Oh, that's um, great. <laughs> I don't know whose voice that was. <laughs> I like it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I got a chance to do uh, stand up for a lot of people that I grew up with. Like people mm-hmm. I went to middle school elementary high school and like they all came out and like it was really cool and just having them go i've never seen you comedy before and they don't have those things happening around longview kelso castle rock up in washington state um so you're providing a service of Mm -hmm. high demand well and it's not gonna be my last one too Mm. uh because we sold out of uh books at the venue um, because it's a bookstore, so they already had some. I think they only had like one copy left when we left. That's amazing. Um, and I am currently um in the works of booking a punk show, yes, and doing another book mm-hmm. release. Nice. Uh, I'm just calling them loosely book parties. Uh huh. I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, because I'm booking people and I'm also <laughs> pitching Puns. the book. Yeah. And, um, I realized even just last night that uh, this is a good merch. Yeah. You know, like totally. a lot of comics don't have merch. Mm-hmm. And so this is uh, merch I don't even have to think about. 
Yeah. Um, I just. I would love a t shirt with my monster on it. <laughs> oh, that's another great Ooh. idea for merch. That's awesome, Malik. Just yeah, saying. have the different monsters. I'll take a little cut. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also, I kind of want to make die cut stickers of the sexy it clown. I don't know if you, while you've been <laughs> scrolling through the, the book, um, there's a, there's a um, picture that's based on that old uh, Burt Reynolds. There's like an old Burt oh, Reynolds like laying down on the bear yeah. rug. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, I know about that. And he's got I the hairy him. chest, mm-hmm. and he's just like, mm. or is it Tom Selleck? Maybe it is Tom Selleck. They're the same, same team. guy. I'll be honest. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> women over seventy are like, what? They <laughs> 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 are different. How dare you? Well, I've never seen them both in the same place at yeah, the same time. So, as go. far as I know, mm-hmm. same dude. Yep. Yeah, same dude, same stash. Um, so <laughs> we did one that was based on uh, Tim Burton's Pennywise. <laughs> Um, and he's naked on the skin rug. And it's, it's a nightmare journal prompt. Okay. That so, sounds appropriate. Uh, yeah. I wanted to get little stickers because I think people would just like that in general. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, the book party went really well. And uh, I felt like that town could use more. So we're going to, like I mm-hmm. said, we're going to do a punk show probably in January. I'm going to partner with my friend Eric who uh, plays in several punk bands in the Pacific Northwest. Nice. And he knows some people. And then I get the comics. There and, you go. Perfect. You know, and I'm even like talking to another company who makes their own chocolate about mm-hmm. doing a chocolate tasting comedy show. That's a different. Nice. Uh, different market uh, in the same area. Uh-huh. Um, also toying around with don't steal my ideas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, paint and sips with uh-huh. comics. Um, yeah, that's where you like paint and there's like wine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, cool. Okay, I've mm-hmm. heard of those before. Paint and sip. Mm-hmm. I did one with my mom last week and I asked the lady who was running. I go, have you ever done this with comics? And she said, yeah, I used to do it with the Seattle comic and she moved. And I was like, oh, give me your oh, car. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm here now, baby. <laughs> I, I mean, not all my shows have to be themed, but mm-hmm. I feel like um, you can grab a larger audience. Yes. Yeah, totally. If there's a second thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like everyone can, I mean, there's a lot of shows out there and they're all really fun, but having something that makes you stand out is great. And you do cast like a wider net, get a, you know, more variety of audience just based on like maybe people who just want to have a painting thing, but also like, oh, that'd be cool. And there's comedy. They might do that over just going to a stand-up comedy show where they feel like they have to like be attentive and they're scared they're going to get made fun of or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people will, yeah pay a little bit more for it too mm-hmm. which gives me the opportunity to put that money towards the comics yeah totally um which is something that's neglected mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. the actual paying the actual talent yeah i've done a lot of shows where they're making money but i don't get paid and i'm like explain to me how this isn't working i'm staring at the camera very intensely right now <laughs> i'm just like i'm sorry you're making money off me but i don't get any of it i'm sorry what if i see that you're charging a ticket yeah. price and i'm not getting paid mm-hmm. or uh, <laughs> I do a ticket price. I do a tip jar. Mm-hmm. As you should. And then if I uh, basically with my last show, because we had it, all of our advanced sales sell out. Mm-hmm. And then there was just people at the door still buying tickets at a higher rate. Yeah. Um, it went from 15 to 20. So instead of I'd already paid all my comics just with that pre pre-sale money. Mm-hmm. So every $20 ticket, I just threw it in the tip jar. Beautiful. So that. no comic left with, and I'm not going to reveal everyone's rates because yeah. I know how, you know, pearl ah, yeah, <laughs> clutching it is to talk money and com- comedy. I know, I talk about it all paid. the time. People don't like it, but I just bring it up. I'm like, put it on a tip jar. I'm Nobody like, well, left with less tickets. than a hundred bucks that Beautiful. Night. That's awesome. As it should be. So, and I paid him an extra 20 bucks for gas. I love that. 
So pay Yucks. pay your performers or yes. else you don't have a fucking show. Well, and then you're a just drink exploiting them. It's not that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they got everything they want at the mm-hmm. at the cafe. That's awesome. A little easier when there's no alcohol. Involved. Yeah, hmm. totally. Would That's you awesome. see we're saying more? Because I, I don't get out a lot, but I'm connected to a lot of people who do. And it seems like just from the outside. So I'd love to hear more from the inside perspective. Are there more people who are the artists and the performers and the the talent who are also managing shows and creating events and things yeah because i i don't know if that was a thing as much like 20 years ago the people have been putting it in their own hands i feel like that's exactly what's Mm -hmm. happened Mm -hmm. um when i started comedy uh it was 14 years ago here in portland oh nice and i um people were starting to kind of just come around to this whole idea that they could have um, their own show. Mm-hmm. And everyone, people had open mics, but there yeah. really wasn't like, I think there was like three open mics in Portland at the time. Mm-hmm. I can't remember very many that, that we had like Harvey's and Suki's and Mount Tabor. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. Yeah. Now there's like multiple every night, you know, at least <clears throat> oh, yeah. two, if not three to four every night. And then mm-hmm. some in Vancouver. And yep. then like, you know, yep. that's how I met you. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I remember when I moved to San Francisco, because I did comedy here in Portland for a year and then I moved to San Francisco. I remember hearing about a comic named Brent Weinbach. And he uh, is now L.A. based. He has kind of like this really great absurdist deadpan kind of delivery he's very very funny he's Mm -hmm. very very brilliant and i was told well you know um brent really couldn't get booked at like the punchline or something like that yeah it's hard for like alt comedy or stuff like that to get booked at clubs yeah i I mean it's you can see it a little bit more now Mm -hmm. but the same thing with women. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were alt comedy before we there was. alt and women. Like, I mean, you gotta have one of the weird ones. Who's gonna talk about hating their wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what, would, what um, would y'all say is like the most mainstream, like popular comedy? I mean, I'm thinking white men, but um, just yeah, in general. It. Yeah. 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 I'm refading a little away from that now. I'm seeing a lot more diversity in comedy and just with like bookings and what people are looking for. Um, Jeff Dunham will still but, pack a house. Yeah. Yeah. So will Jeff Foxworthy. Name mm-hmm. another Jeff. Yeah. Jeff's in threes. They gotta be in threes. That's yeah. how comedy yeah, works. Rule of threes. I wonder um, how Bezos would sell if he did a stand up. But people see, would pay to watch just yeah, because I mean, of his name. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't have to be funny. But um, <laughs> that's true though. To to finish the the one question about uh making your own shows, uh-huh. um, Brent started making his own show where he was the headliner. Mm-hmm. And people start coming mm-hmm. and then clubs started going, Well, who's this guy? Uh-huh. And so I was just like, oh, we can do that. Yeah. You okay. Can do whatever you want. You can it do turns whatever out. you want. <laughs> and so really it, you want to put that power in your hands, especially if you're a minority, especially if you're not uh, a Jeff. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think that's kind of how that's happened. But the problem with us in our own community booking our own shows is a lot of us don't have money. Yeah. And a lot of us aren't very organized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, broadly speaking, yeah, some people don't run events very well. Mm-hmm. Some people are, they just want to run this because it's them yeah, and they don't put any care into the details. Yeah. So, um, but then some comics run fucking amazing shows. Yeah. So it's just, it, there's a weird kind of spectrum here, but, uh, cause we're not a monolith. Yeah. Uh, but 
it's definitely happening and it's definitely getting people's attention. It's like most of the comedy festivals out there right now are ran by comedians, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which means they're not, again, not always great festivals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are submission rates and that's a very controversial topic. Because mm-hmm. um, you're not getting paid when you're on a festival. No. You're, you're losing money, but you might see someone who can book you or there's industry people there, but the festival is making money. It's again kind of that exploitation. And it's thing. not a corporate festival, yeah. so you can't guarantee that the right people are going to see you. Yeah. But you can't discredit the fact that you're going to run into people who are a little bit higher up. Yeah. Like, you know, I Bridgetown. Mm-hmm. Bridgetown that was not a awesome. corporate festival. Yeah. I did Bridgetown and I think it was 2010. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I got to meet like Nikki Glazer and, and Moshe Kasher and like, you know, all these other comics that like you're like, oh shit, like uh, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, I, I wouldn't met, have seen you know? them probably just randomly hung out with them in a green room otherwise, unless it was, you know, somewhere else yeah. in another city. Yeah. Totally. Now you're on a dance floor with Nikki Glazer. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> and you don't, I mean, you know, she's up there too, but you, and that you, you don't know like who the next person who's going to explode is. Yeah. And it's kind of, that's kind of exciting that too. Is. And then you all make out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sounds like you Bring speak from experience. Yeah. <laughs> Been to a couple festivals. That's why I wanted to run my own. Because I was like, I, I should be the queen people. of this. <laughs> um, but it is incredibly hard to run your own show well. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly hard to run your own festival well. Oh, yeah. It's a lot running a festival. I can't imagine running a show is hard enough. And I do comedy consults to help people through that. But I have friends that run festivals and I'm like Pam Benjamin uh, does a meet radio festival mm-hmm. in San Francisco. Shannon Hunt is doing the Ha Ha Harvest Fest here in Portland. And those are two really rad, hardworking women. And I'm just baffled. I'm like, I would never do this. But thank you for your service. Like, it's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'd love to do my festival again, but I'd love to do it right mm-hmm. where I actually do pay my comics. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not a big fan of the submission fee mm-hmm. uh, thing, but at the same time, we had over 600 submissions. And that will help fund a lot of stuff, too. And I had to have yeah. 15 judges to go through it all because mm-hmm. I couldn't ask everybody to watch every single video, That's even though so I personally did. Yeah. Um, I had to break them up into teams because mm-hmm. there was so like that's flattering mm-hmm. that we had that many submissions. But if they hadn't have paid for it. I don't know, man, like that would have there would have been probably double. Yeah, that's true. The money might also deter a little bit for people. I mean, 600 is a lot. <laughs> but but there <laughs> were the there were work. some comics that messaged me and said, hey, I can't afford the submission fee and I just waive it. Yeah, that's awesome. Do it case by case. I think that's really cool. Like, but then again, I couldn't pay them. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I feel like there's got to be a happy, not even happy medium, but there's got to be a way where my money isn't going into it. My personal money isn't going into it, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the venues aren't the ones who benefit because the venues are going to benefit regardless. Yeah, that's don't, true. They don't they got need asses you seats. there mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. They're going to make money. Yeah. So... Put your money where your comics are. And that was my biggest mistake running that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to like, as I make these shows, they're uh, also cinder block shows. Mm -hmm. You know, they're under the umbrella of my production now. Awesome. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to keep keep my keep my diversity in my booking. Which, do we use that word anymore? (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But also uh, make sure that I pay people what they're worth and 
make everyone happy, including I, myself. Yeah, I love that. So I love difficult. all the hard work you're doing for people and in, uh, in the scene and with these shows and your festival. I hope you get to bring it back. And this book is going to touch so many people. And I'm it's so fucking excited. It's going to touch you, boo. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Tune in for the smoke break. See you in a sec. Okay, so Halloween's coming up and you're a spooktacular person, but starting a small business can be scary for anyone. Whether you're a baker, a witch, or a witch that bakes, we would love to help you. At Rational Unicorn Legal Services, we offer community business law for everyone in the community. Go to our website today to schedule a no-cost 30-minute consult at www.rationalunicorn.com. Hey, welcome back to The Smoke Break. It's us. We're here every Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio and Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm here with my wonderful host, Malik Rayshawn. West Poffin. And my fantastic guest, Corey Spencer. Hi. I'm a mandolin deal. I'm back. Hi, friends. We miss you, Zane. Pew, pew. We're not going to do Let's Get Real, bro, uh, in honor of you, bro. Zane, bro. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Instead, we're going to do this wonderful prompt that uh, Malik came up with. It's which monster are you? Well, I don't know if I came yeah, up with well, it. Yeah, he totally came the, up with yeah. it. <laughs> the prompt for the, for the show. But... I actually just drew it yeah, during I... the commercial break. Yeah, so. I just doodled it. Uh, yeah. I was going to give it to you, Corey, and have you kind of like maybe explain the monsters, and then we can pass it around and kind of uh, say who we think think sure. we are so, so this, this yeah this activity called which monster are you and the prompt says what monster which monster is which monster are you which monsters is you <laughs> it's all right word salad which today. monsters is you <laughs> uh which monsters represent the people in your life write a name next to each creature um <laughs> calling them out <laughs> uh, yep so uh should i go over each of the monsters sure, you want to all right so um i don't know it's how like much story time now see because it's far away. That's okay. You can um, do a little describe of the doodle in the description. So, yeah, the first guy, he kind of looks like, um, a, would you say like a splotch of cum? Uh, <laughs> looks like the blob a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. We call him Blobster. Uh -huh. And he says, leave me alone. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Aquapal, which kind of looks like a, a mutant frog covered in cum uh, uh, <laughs> a lot of sticky sorry about that um, <laughs> this is the only page that I did illustrate myself so I kind of explained you're what. like wait a minute uh, <laughs> covered in cum that could just be from my own brain um, oopsie that's just Monday okay um, aqua pal please look at me when I'm crying to you oh god <laughs> I've been with him yeah <laughs> uh, next one is a very angry looking bottle uh huh and he's named Bottle Bro. <laughs> Years of repressed rage will explode all at once. Oh my God, my ex. <laughs> he's a Bottle Bro. <laughs> uh -oh. Okay. Um, next is a little sloth holding on to a um, uh, plug-in. Uh, mm -hmm. Electro sloth. I've watched everything there is to watch online. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people like that. Um, next one is like a little worm, but he kind of looks like the worm from Sesame Street. Yeah, he's cute. You know, he's good, good I love a little chunky orange worm. But he's got like really zoned out eyes, and mm -hmm. it's called Squirmy. I keep my drama on a constant loop. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh no, that's me on acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't do acid anymore. <laughs> uh, we got a, a heart-eyed fish. Mm -hmm. Fish with little heart eyes. He looks like very, very happy. It says, everything is perfect. Nothing is wrong. Everything is perfect. <laughs> um, sure. Positivity fish, yeah. Uh, this kind of looks like a little Care Bear. 
It's just like a bear holding uh, alcohol, just having a good time. It's called Bear Lush. Um, I can do what I want because I'm self-medicating. <laughs> I've been that bear. <laughs> oh, we gonna get into it. Yeah, right. Um, next, I have Troll Roar, which is um, a little uh, little dude that kind of looks like a dust bunny in a way with mm-hmm. little little teeth. <laughs> um, troll Roar. He says, I laugh too loud but cry on the inside. Oh, oh no. I feel like that's me. Damn. Are they all you? <laughs> no, just those last two really Did stung. you write this whole book about Amanda? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Um, the last two, uh, we I did address Pizza Gator. Mm-hmm. Little pe- a little gator with little pepperonis um, on his back. Keith. It says, everyone's watching me. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> um, and then a little pink dog that looks like, I guess, like a little bulldog. Uh-huh. He's very, very happy. He's cute. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Friend dog. We've just met, and I want to tell you all about my entire life, oh, boy. <laughs> which is the one that I feel like I am most like. <laughs> Great for podcasts. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So those are our, that's our lineup. That's our starting lineup. Perfect. This Beautiful. is like a little bit of a horoscope um, as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different ways I identify. It kind of this. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I see man. potential for expansion. Yeah. Okay. Expansion pack. I want I want to know Malik's answer, because oh, I kind of gave away some of mine. I should make tarot cards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more you can do with them. I will buy so many boxes boxes of those <laughs> and just gift them to people on the street um okay so i'm Don't definitely several of these <laughs> depending on the time and the situation yeah first and foremost in the morning i'm definitely globster uh-huh. like i tell people at work you're gonna have to give me at least like two hours bro like, yeah before you fucking talk to me literally mm-hmm. i woke up got dressed and made it here not to hear your conversation about mm-hmm. what your night was like yeah. last night. I'm not a morning person, so I relate to that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. just need some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the morning, I'm definitely Globster. Um, uh, oh, the Purfish. I'm definitely the Purfish whenever I'm in a relationship or mm-hmm. just like having a thing with someone in general. That rose-colored glasses. Yeah. Everything's great. Everything, <laughs> everything, yeah. which I'm sure is probably one of the most common on here, mm-hmm. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a little bit, uh, a lot of the bear lush. I can do what I want because I'm self-medicating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got a little bear lush in there? Yeah. yeah that whole bear lush thing. rising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. What's oh your sun, God. your moon, and your rising with these? <laughs> I need the horoscope book oh, that's today. <laughs> um, I think I think that's me. A little bit of electro sloth, mm-hmm. but not like everything on the internet, but everything to do with like hip hop or cartoons. You're an I've seen it already. Mm-hmm. I promise. Like I know all the random weird lore about all the cartoons. I know all the behind the scenes. I know all the freaking deleted scenes, lost episodes, all the controversy, all the mm. lawsuits. <laughs> That's me. That's my horoscope. I love it. I love it. <laughs> mm. Okay. I'm looking at it as a horoscope. <laughs> God. No, I know. I'm trying to use it as a horoscope. Um <laughs> I think I'm definitely, well, I'm a Sagittarius, so I think I'm a troll roar. Uh, no, I definitely relate to the I laugh too loud but cry on the inside. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no my secret. <laughs> and then we just Fuck. go. <laughs> 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 you know, Mander. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think uh, the top three on this page um, are definitely the ones that I'm relating to pretty hard. The Purfish. 
everything's perfect. Nothing's wrong. Everything's perfect. Uh, yeah, definitely with new relationships, but also like, um, I try and look at life that way. I mean, obviously <laughs> things are wrong and nothing is perfect, mm. but it's kind of like just that force positivity on things. So that way you don't have to like deal with it or unpack it too much. Positive self-talk. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes to a point where it's like, am I lying to myself? <laughs> I mean, we all are a little bit. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Bear Lush, the self-medicating, that shit. I was like, whoo, there she is. Um, <laughs> yes. So those three, definitely. I, uh, I would say we should say ones that like, we don't get along with on here. What's like the monster that like if you have a friend like that, you're like, okay. Which I one? get really yeah. overwhelmed with the Pizza Gator. Pizza Gator? Mm. Like mm. I don't everyone's watching me. It's all a conspiracy. That's Pizza Gator. Yeah. He's kind of in the shape of I a just cute. Got the what does it mean? Pizza Gate. Pizza Gator. I literally just got that. Dude, I was real slow to that pun. I was like, I don't understand why it's like a pepperoni alligator, but that's cool. And now I'm like, Pizza Gate? Jesus. Okay. I was a little slow on that. Yeah, it's yep. just, just a little bit. Guy. Yeah, I love that. That's fucking smart. Okay, cool. <laughs> How, what about you? What one do you not mess with? Um, I have a problem with people who talk at. So the friend dog we just met, but I'm gonna tell you all about my entire life. Um, I like when there's like a back and forth between friends, but I've definitely had to like take people out of my life because they're just talking at. I've had people like ask me questions and as I'm about to respond, they go, well, this is how I feel about it. And I'm like, did you just ask me the question so you could answer <laughs> your own question? Like you just wanted to talk, right? And that's fine, but don't pretend that you want to listen. You or know? they'll like ask you a question, you answer and they're like, cool. So me. Mm -hmm. That happens. I feel like I've, I've just <laughs> waiting for you to sh shut up so they can mm. say. Yeah. I feel like I've met a lot of, of um, friend dogs that are male comics <laughs> that only ask me about comedy so they can tell me about their experience. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So See, maybe, and I friend dog, but what. I friend dog like, I'm going to talk over your answer right now. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're a friend. No, it's, it's an know? overshare, too. Yeah. It's, just, it's also like a trauma dumping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with a big smile on your face. Because, uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what they're doing, right? When they just go, well, let me tell you about me. Oh, yeah. They're going to oh, tell yeah. you all about And me. in their mind, they're like, you're an empathetic person. It's okay, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. I can dump this. on you, right? Uh -huh. I wish people asked for consent when it comes to, like, everything. I know that mm -hmm. sounds very silly, but, like, even I like I've talked about this before in the podcast. I feel like I'm getting deja vu. But if I like sit alone, people just come sit by me and start talking to me. Sometimes I go alone for a reason. You mm. know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. ask like, hey, can I sit here? I'll say yes. Or I'll be like, actually, I need some space. Mm -hmm. But I hate when people just assume. And I am a hugger. But like there's times where I'm like not in that mood. And I'm like clearly in my space and I've had people just come to me like hi Amanda and they grab me and I'm not even like returning the hug. It's like, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. This is consensual. <laughs> Don't fucking touch me. But Maybe I do that to other people too. <laughs> well, consent should never be should never be assumed with with yeah, anything, anything, especially physical contact. But mm -hmm. like also communication, leave me alone. Yeah, you know. And some people don't pick up on. I feel like I'm very obvious with my body language, and uh, I think I feel like that's enough. But some people don't pick up on that, and I get mm -hmm. reminded constantly. Like some people, you have to tell them like. Please don't sit next to me. I am very angry and I'm sitting alone. I don't want you to come over here and tell me a story. Like, mm. I thought that was obvious, but I guess not. So, I mean, you could probably sit next to me. Just shut up. Don't say anything. Yeah. Don't have to say <laughs> oh, I love the quiet sit down next to each Ooh, other when yeah. you're both like just in each other's space. Mm. But like, you look at each other like. That works too. Mm -hmm. that, yep. that works better. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I'll take that if you need to sit by me. Mm-hmm. What What is the monsters that you identify with the most, and which one are you like? Get away from me. Yeah. Or which ones? Because you said the friend dog. But um, I don't know if there's some that you like. Yeah. You can't be around or that drive um, you crazy. Definitely the Aqua Pal. The please look at me when I'm crying to you. Mm. Um, I just have had too much experience with people that want you to watch them be upset and if you don't want to be part of that mm. they get angry with you yeah. and it becomes like a fight um and it's like you're not being sensitive to me like i'm supposed to sit here while you just scream cry like i don't want to yeah like you know and usually this is like in a relationship kind of setting so yeah it's like they feel like you owe them that in a mm-hmm. way but um, yeah, no, I don't like that shit. Yeah, Aquapal and the Bottle Bro. I bottle feel like Bro, our, I, our bad relationship. Yeah, <laughs> it's a combination. Of, it's a combination of the two. Starts I had with in Bottle Bro, person. ends in with Aquapal. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that mm-hmm. in one person, mm-hmm. and it was um a very hard time in my life mm-hmm. that was very difficult to get over. Um, Bear Lush, I got a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of friends mm-hmm. that are bear lushes. Me and Malik admitted to it, so now you got two more friends. <laughs> and remind me which one is bear lush. Uh, I can do what I want because I'm self-medicating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm out of mm. self-medicate as soon I mean, as we finish. That feels like, I mean, it kind of feels like an artist thing, too. Oh, yeah. Is like, I'm, I'm friends with more, you know, creative types, and I feel like because we use the different parts of our brain, mm-hmm. um, and we speak are similar languages. Yeah. And there's um, something to be said about just the way that our creative minds perceives life is different from your typical thing. And sometimes like for me, the way that my brain processes information is really, really helpful to sometimes like step out of that realm and just have a completely different type of perception for a while. Self-medicating or numbing kind of thing. Yeah. yeah totally. Smoke a bowl. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, take yep. some mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me some streamies. <laughs> mm. They're I've fun. Never, yeah. <laughs> I've never really been able to like overuse psychedelics. What unless it was like at one time, I guess. But never like, oh, I'm doing it and I'm doing it again and I'm doing it again. Like I've never It's never been a good situation where I've done like psychedelics multiple times in the same week. Like yeah. that's healthy. I did a weekend once with some friends. Mm-hmm. The first day was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Second day was amazing. Third day, we were all crying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should have done that third day. Yeah, something about psychedelics. I think there's like a limit where you're just like, I don't know if you can, you can't like fuck with it too much. I don't know. You can drink mm-hmm. every day and yeah. still kind of function. I put, mean, put some respect on, put some respect on yeah. psychedelics, yeah. y'all. For real, for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natural psychedelics. Let's, yeah. let's, mm-hmm. you know, no I research mean, chemicals. Difference. That's not yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We, we yeah. <laughs> we're talking about streams, baby. That. Yeah. <laughs> You can get everything you want from shrooms and still be, remain in somewhat control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing I liked about it. Because when I did like acid, like when I was a teenager, I was like, I can't control this. I'm seeing songs that in my head. The worm. You know, mm. yeah, and it, squirmy. <laughs> yeah, squirmy. That's uh, what I said. I hate my it. drama in a constant loop. Yeah, no, mm. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> See, what happens to me is like I get my dr- my hopes and dreams on a loop, mm-hmm. and then I like get obsessed with it, and then I come back and I'm like, I have to do all those things. Yeah, and it's like actually you can still just be a person you know do your thing have your day it's okay Mm -hmm. you can do those things but like relax yeah take it piece by piece my constant loop is um always um dumb shit that i said or did oh yeah yeah. um and it'll go all the way back to like elementary school Mm -hmm. like why did i 
say that. That was so fucking awkward. Oh, I you know, that. like I those it, loops. And that's usually right before I go to bed. Sounds like you have a, an amazing memory. Yeah. I do actually. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I mean, I have partial facial blindness, so I do forget people's faces. Mm. I re- usually remember names a lot better, and I remember situations. And I could tell you who was in the room, but I can't picture their face. Hmm. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. Remember that time in Mr. Stevens class? Remember like a feeling as opposed to the faces. Yeah. yeah, totally. yeah. Aaron said I wasn't funny and I still remember that shit. <laughs> I was in 10th grade and I, I came, went to him at the class reunion. I go, hey, remember when you said I wasn't funny 12 years ago? And he's like, bitch, you were just weren't being funny then. I think you're funny. I go, I'm a comedian now. Like, <laughs> All right. Yeah. We got to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> Wrong, <laughs> We're gonna take our last commercial break and we'll be right back with what are you excited for on the smoke break? Uh Shitty Pines Radio every Sunday, nine to ten AM. Hey kids of all ages, it's Halloween season again here in the spooky pines. Listen in for Halloween themed shows throughout the month. And then Saturday, October 29th. Join us and curbside serenade with special thanks to Rational Unicorn Legal Services for the Spooky Pines Graveside Get Down at the Factor Building, 226 Southeast Madison Street from 7.30 till midnight. We'll have live bands featuring Brian Frankel, Army Worship Center, Super Secret Band, along with Fruit Beer, Games, and more. Go to ShadyPinesRadio.com slash down for more information. Advanced ticket purchasing and enter our Halloween raffle. The Spooky Pines Graveside Get Down. Saturday, October 29th at the Factor Building. 226 Southeast Madison from 7.30 till midnight. We'll see you there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the smoke break. Uh, <laughs> Welcome back. That was okay. a Halloween I'm commercial. I'm so sorry to anyone <laughs> listening who was overwhelmed or freaked out or triggered by that commercial. Uh, one of our Facebook users made the comment, this was a bad episode to take mushrooms for. And you were correct <laughs> if you listen to that commercial. Welcome, Rocksteady Pop. If you're, on, if you're on mushrooms right now and you've made it past the commercial, I'm uh, so proud of you. Go get yourself great. a cup of water and yes. give yourself a big old high five. Yes. Everything's okay. You're going to be you're fine. Good. And we're, we're going to have the best segment yet. What are you excited for? Which is a great thing to get you out of that weird <laughs> mushroom <laughs> We're going to pull you out together. <laughs> We're going to start with our guest, Corey. What are you excited for? Um, It's going to sound super generic, but I'm just excited for the future. I'm excited for the possibilities of, you know, I'm coming back into the Pacific Northwest, getting back more into comedy now that COVID's over and just like... Being able to kind of see what I can do with this book in person. Uh-huh. Um, I just feel like, uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot of hope and promise in the future. And I'm really excited about it. Nice. Yeah. I love that. I'm excited for you, too. That's yeah. something that's great to be excited for because uh, a lot of us, when we think of the future, the first thing we feel is fear and uncertainty. And so the fact that you're excited about your future says a lot about what you're doing right now to get yourself set up for that future. Yeah, yeah. totally. Totally. What are you excited for, Malik? 
Um, I am excited for just the idea of being connected to creative community, which I know is something I've spoke on before on the podcast, but I think it's something that I do fall back on. And it's been some, it's been a little bit of an emotional roller coaster um, in my personal life. And so for me to be able to like lean on, on good people who do good things and um, for good reasons, it, it really is something that I'm constantly present to. And I think after transitioning somewhere, I, currently in the process, transitioning somewhere out of a depression and in this time, I am leaning a lot on the people in my life and all those people, they're, you know, doing podcasts or doing comedy, they're doing shows, whatever they're doing, making music. And that's also the stuff that for me, like really, really allows me to exist in like a positive space and to feel good about what I'm doing. And so I've just been, I've just been really excited to like be connected to this podcast and being really close with Amanda and Zane. Mm -hmm. Um, Zane and I had solidified actually a time every week where we'll meet up and work on music stuff. So that's something I'm really, really looking forward to and just spending more, spending more time being creative. I know I've slowed down a lot with like putting out new songs or whatever. Um, but it just feels good to, to be in my element and be with my people and be in my element with my people yeah, and totally. something that I'm super excited for um, that I already told you about mm -hmm. is um, I have a show coming yeah. up. Um, it's not like my show, but I will be performing at a showcase at the Big Lebowski. I want to say November 23rd. I'm pretty sure it's November 23rd, but I could be wrong. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, so I'm sure someone will tell me. And you can follow Malik on social media to find out the exact date and yeah. announcement, huh? Malik Rayshawn. That's M-A-L-I-K space R-A-Y, not I Y S H O N. Malik Rayshawn. Who am I? <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. Look me up on Facebook, SoundCloud, yeah. YouTube, all those things. Mm -hmm. And Malik is a uh, great musician too. If you haven't uh, checked out his music, for real. I remember stop. we used to record back at my apartment, and we would do like <laughs> you and Zane would do some freestyling. It was always so fun. And then I would get stoned, and I would do it as my dog. Uh, <laughs> she would spit some bars, Astra. <laughs> we got to get y'all in the studio, yeah. <laughs> man. Y'all go crazy. That's all I did during the pandemic, by the way is just continue to talk for my dog and her whole uh, character. <laughs> it's part of me. Uh, it's very homeschooled of me. <laughs> what are you excited for, Amanda? What am I excited for? Mm, um, I'm excited for this evening. I'm actually going on a date with my best friend who I call my wife. We've known each other. She's my longest uh, friend. I met her in middle school when I moved to Vancouver. And her and I are going on a date for this new like tiki bar that's opening in downtown Vancouver. And her boyfriend's a kitchen manager. So we're going to have a bunch of fancy food and try out the menu and get dressed up and Aww. just go on a date. Uh, yeah. And I love her very much. So I'm excited to just like get dressed up and go on a date with my wife. You yeah. know, friend dates are underrated mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Is and that sleepovers. something you do a lot? 
a friend of mine mentioned she was having an adult sleepover. I was like, why don't we do that? I know you were staying at Angelique's house. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's so great. And Angelique is always inviting, like, come stay at my house and we oh, go yeah. out. And I love that. But Her couch is pretty comfortable. Yeah. And just like <laughs> those little things that we forget when you're like adults and we're like, oh, I don't need to stay the night at someone's house. Like, right. oh, we don't need to go on a date. We're not like hooking up or whatever. It's like, oh, we'll go on a date with your friend. Go stay the night at their house. I think it's great. Be like a kid, you know? Yeah. Just because we're in our 30s doesn't mean we can't have fun. Exactly. <laughs> it also yeah. keeps you from driving drunk. Yes, yes. And it's also a safe alternative to driving drunk. Mm. Very true. Full disclaimer, don't drink and drive. Mm-mm. Don't. Smoke and walk. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> As when I have a car, so that helps. I smoke and sit. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that. Now, Take if you want a longboard, bro, you do anything. Right? <laughs> well, All know. of the things. I can't be sober on a longboard. You can have dinner. Zane knows. <laughs> yeah. You get all the room you want. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, what else are we excited for? We still have like five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anything we want to plug? Anything you want to talk social about? Social needs. Yeah. Let's plug your social media because you guys need to buy this book. Yeah. So show the camera um, again. I'm not okay. You're not okay. Is available from Jeff Bezos as he's doing stand up in your living room. It's paying people um, to laugh. That's just content. that's just my way of saying it's on Amazon. Um, it's also uh, at any uh, local bookstore. Uh, if you don't want to give money to the beast, you can uh, look up indiebound.org. Type in your zip code. It'll tell you the local store that will have this book, so you can support your local bookstore. Um, and if they don't have it, they can order it because it's Beautiful. a legit book. It's mm-hmm. not like I just made it in my backyard and said, here you go. <laughs> I wrote this grand. <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> um, again, I don't know what voice that is. I love uh, it. <laughs> I'm into it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and uh, I'm on social media under Corey Spencer, one R, two E, C O R E E S P N C E R S P E N C E R. See, I did it too. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Facebook. Fucking Twitter, fucking Tum. Yeah, remember Tumblr? Yeah, <laughs> I'm on Vine. I miss Tumblr so much. It was Find such a great place to get memes. <laughs> uh, what's the other ones? Uh, I have a TikTok. I need to put things on it though. Yeah, I uh, do the same. TikTok, not much content. Yeah, Insta. I'm I'm everywhere, and I'm always under my name because I'm lucky enough that the only other Corey Spencer that's in arts. Um, is also a writer and actor, by the way, but she's like mm, about 12 years older than me. Uh-huh. So she missed the internet. Oh, okay. But I'm still Corey Spencer 2 on IMDb, but you know what? Damn. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Have so Corey... I'm the one with more of a social media. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm really seeing this vision in my head of like a little cartoon with the monsters like running around and Aww. having little adventures. Having the toxic, the toxic adventures oh. of yes. the, the monsters. I love it. So I'm just saying, if and when that happens. Sure, sure. You want credit or you want to be the voice? No. Uh, the voice yeah. and I want to do the theme song. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got a theme song right yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> that would be well, so I'm so rad. serious. I yeah. definitely will need a, um, uh, n- not an illustrator, but I guess I, uh, what are they called? An animator an animator, animator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah any animators watching you know what to Hit do up Corey spencer malik will do the music mm-hmm. and, and a voice yeah hell yeah uh and you can follow the smoke break we have our social media we have the instagram the smoke break pod and then just look for the smoke break on facebook uh and you'll see our logo we also are on youtube so you can subscribe to that if you're watching this video or watch it and check us out on spotify um and we're you know Every Sunday, 9 to 10 a.m., Shady Pines Radio. 
I'm Amanda Lindy. You can follow me too. Radio. Yeah, with scary commercials. Uh, this has been super fun. I really appreciate having you. We Thank miss you, Zane. Thanks for being in the chat and uh, taking mushrooms and having a bad trip for us. I really appreciate that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, this has been so cool. Thank you to my uh, wonderful friend and co-host Malik Rishan. <laughs> oh my you're so sweet. why are you so sweet to be you better stop <laughs> and thank you again so much for yeah. bringing your book and uh just having sharing your wonderful sense of humor and talking mental health and i'm so excited to see more of the stuff that you do with this book and with comedy producing just being a badass bitch so thank you so much Corey spencer bitch. thank yeah. you i've been amanda and deal be sure to check us out every sunday 9 to 10 a.m on trading every single one experience radio <laughs> we'll see you guys next time take care bye friends peace